Ed Bear's going to come up. If you don't know Ed, you may have heard him or his wife on KBIQ. They sponsor that, but the Platinum Group. About six to eight years ago, Ed and a couple of his buddies said, you know what, let's take this real estate market and this opportunity. We can really do this better. And they did for, and I'm, I'm, I'll see if I can get this right. When you take a private real estate company, right, in the state of Colorado, no one beats you guys. That's right. Amazing. That's like worthy of a hand. I'm a competitive guy, and I love that. Like, hey, we're going to do this. Let's do this really well. He's going to talk about a ministry that he and his wife started about 16 years ago. Uh, and I'll let you go into that, Ed. Okay. Thanks, Dean, and thanks, everybody. Um, you, how many of you guys have ever heard of a daughter's heart, father-daughter, you know, dinner dance? Okay, great. You know, um, when I asked, I asked Russell, I heard about the net, and I asked him if I could come and just say a quick word about the dance and invite you guys that have daughters to attend. And Russell said, hey, why don't you just take 10 minutes and share how it, how it got started? And so I'm going to do that. And how many of you guys in the audience have daughters, by the way? Okay. And anybody been to the dance in the past? Oh, Mark, I see you back there. Cool. Awesome. Well, you know, I just um, I want to say that the dance started and, and was really uh, obedience of my wife and a calling that she got from the Lord. And what I loved about it was her obedience to that call. She was listening to a cassette tape by Dr. David Jeremiah, and in that cassette tape, and I'm saying cassette tape because it was 16 years ago, right? <laughs> but um, she, Dr. Jeremiah was talking about a dance that he attended with his daughter and just how much significance that, they, that, that it had in their relationship. And for my wife, Renee, you know, she grew up in a family of 10 kids, five girls, five guys, five boys, and really didn't have much of a relationship with her dad. Um, it was a very traditional household where dad was great with the boys and knew how to throw a ball and that kind of thing, but really didn't know how to relate to his, his daughters. And as a result, you know, I think Renee's, in, and even I think guys as, as fathers, you know, we are a reflection, you know, the way we treat our kids is a reflection of how our kids are going to view their heavenly father in a lot of ways, right? Would you guys agree with that? And so, you know, Renee not having a relationship with her dad at all just kind of went down a path of destruction, you know, um, just a lot of promiscuity when she was younger and, you know, some alcohol and just partying and just very worldly things because there was no God and there was no, and just a longing for love that she had. And for all of our daughters and even our wives, I think that's one thing that we know as men, we can see that in them, right? That they are longing for that. Um, and so this dance started um, because she wanted to make sure that there was an environment created for me and my daughter. It really is how it started. And my daughter was eight years old when the dance started. It started with 190 people in a church that we were attending, you know, at that time. And it was just a lot of volunteers, as it still is today, that really put this thing together. And for me, you know, um, as I raised my daughter, my daughter and I were very, thankfully, we were always very close and had a very open relationship. And so I always took her to the dance and such. But, you know, it wasn't until she was about 12 years old that I even saw the significance in her life of that, that one evening. And, and we were down at, and I'll share a couple stories with you guys, but we were down at Pueblo Reservoir water skiing. You know, we love to go boating as a family and such. And Tara's out there water skiing, slalom skiing, and this is in July. The dance we do is in February every year. It's always been the last, the third weekend in February. And um, 
So anyway, she's climbing back up in the boat, and I'm helping her get back in. And she looks up at me, and she goes, Dad, is Mom doing the father-daughter dinner dance again? And I'm like, you're thinking about that while you're water skiing back there in July? And she's like, yeah, Dad. And I said, well, why? You know, we do a lot of things together. And she said, well, you know what, Dad? It's the one night that I know that you're mine and that I have your 100% attention, you know. And so, sorry, guys, I get a little choked up even just remembering that story of her. And so, fast forward a bit, you know, we, as I mentioned earlier, we had a great relationship growing up. We did a Bible study before, once a week before school. Um, We would meet it, go out to breakfast, and we would just talk. And as she started to get into those teenage years, I started noticing that she was pulling back a little bit, you know. She was starting to kind of push me away, you know, a bit. And, And I really didn't know quite how to handle that, you know, and this is when she was about 15 or 16, and, um, and that year we attended the dance, and we always have a, a speaker at the dance, and that year was a gentleman by the name of Scott Morton who is on staff for the Navigators, and Scott's whole talk on that night was about um, how for, for girls, the world is telling them that they should be one way, and they got their parents, right, who are saying that they should be a different way, and ultimately, They have the Lord telling them that they should be a different way, right? I mean, that's what we all desire is for them to follow Christ. And so he was given some examples, you know, and he showed up a Cosmopolitan magazine and said, you know, girls, this is is what the world tells you you should be, these articles that are in here. And and so we went on with, with the night, and in one of the slow dances towards the end of the night, my daughter looked up at me and she said, you know, Dad, she goes, "Um, I really feel like I've been pulling away from you in the last year. <clears throat> and I said, yeah, I know, Tara. You know, I'm, I'm feeling a lot of the same thing. And she said, you know, I really don't know why, and I didn't really know why until tonight. But, you know, I, I kind of understand now that it's normal, that I'm going through these teenage years, and the world is telling me that you and I shouldn't be very close, that we shouldn't have a relationship. And yet, you know, I feel in my heart that we do, you know. And she said, I just want to work on, on that with you, you know. And so for me, in my own life, the dance has meant, you know, a ton. And I can tell you guys just countless stories of guys who I think have experienced the same thing. And, but really what I'm here to encourage you guys, too, is just no matter, no matter what you do, it, it's just taking that time with your kids and making, them, making that night or whatever you do, whatever activity, whether it's sons, is just getting into their life and on their level and jumping into their world, the things that they like to do. You know, for me, uh, you know, dancing I could kind of take or leave. It wasn't really that big of a deal for me, but I could see the joy in her. And so we did it, you know, really for, for her and those kids and, and jumping into it. It was also, as she grew up, it gave me the opportunity to, to kind of show her how she should be treated on a date, you know, and how, what it's like to have a guy open the door for you and be respectful and the dialogue that she should expect, you know, in that kind of a situation. So, so again, um, um, I would just encourage you guys that this year, uh, and even if, if you don't have a daughter, if you have friends, you know, family that have daughters, please spread the word. We are sold out on Saturday night. Um, right now, the dance is February 22nd and 23rd. We have roughly about 1,800 dads and daughters that attend um, every year, and every year, uh, thank the Lord, it, it is sold out, you know. 
So I would encourage you, if you're at all interested, Friday night is still open, but it probably will fill up within about a week or so, would be my guess. Um, and lastly, I would just say that, you know, for you guys, and I loved, I just met Maddie tonight, and I love the fact that Maddie just accepted the Lord a year ago, which is just, you know, awesome, right? And in hearing him and hearing his passion for the Lord and him doing a total life change of, you know, going into want to be a pastor and pursue counseling as a ministry and such. I know Robert back there who accepted the Lord, what, two years ago, right? August 20th. August 20th, yeah. So, and he was called by the Lord to get involved in Young Life and is now actually trying to build his his own ministry, and just the obedience to, to the call. And I tell you, I learned a lot from just my wife in that and watching her listen to the Lord speaking and following it. You know, So I would encourage you guys, if there's a passion in your life and something that the Lord has been stirring in your heart, you know, go for it. And we never dreamed that the dance would go from 190 to 1,800. That was never our intention. And it's certainly not anything that, you know, we, we do it as a community service. There's no salaries paid. It's strictly a volunteer organization and a way for us to to give back to the community and by doing so you know serve our king so anyway hope that's that's it if you guys have any questions see me after